Are you not so sure about homeschooling? Do you want to hear some of the reasons why you might not want to homeschool? Today, I've got 10 of those reasons not to homeschool. I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Podcast. Hi, I'm Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com about homemaking, homeschooling, and doing life cheerfully. I'm also the author of a brand new book now out on Amazon in Kindle and paperback form called The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. It's a number one new release in Christian homeschooling, and you might want to check that out. Today, we're going to talk about 10 reasons why homeschooling might not be for you. You might be just trying to make that decision to homeschool, or you might be a week or two in and wondering if you made the right choice. Who thought this was a good idea? You might be thinking, maybe it's 10 years in and you're wondering who thought this was such a good idea. Let's talk today about the downsides of homeschooling. I've got 10 of them for you. So let's dig in. Not that you need them, but here are some reasons, 10 of them in fact, for why not to homeschool? Maybe you haven't thought of these yet. And then again, if you've been homeschooling, you probably have. At first, homeschooling seems fun and simple, but then it ratchets up in intensity. The more children are added to that student pool and the older those students get. It's no longer mornings outside and afternoons reading aloud with 10 minutes of math and handwriting. So we start counting the reasons that this is no longer working for us. Let me help you with that count. I hereby present 10 reasons not to homeschool. Perfect for the tired mom who has both teens and preschoolers. Reason number 10. Yes, this is a countdown. Reason number 10, you will wear out your coffee maker. Everyone knows that large families wear out their appliances before all others. Of course, families home all day will put even more wear and tear on the home. But you might not have thought of this one. Homeschool moms wear out their coffee makers faster than anyone else. The kids might be wearing down the couch but the corollary is that we're tearing into the coffee. Just add coffee pot replacement to that perpetual line item budget. Number nine, you will sneak read the next chapter of the read aloud before the kids go to bed. Guilty pleasures of the homeschool mom. Your friends might think that your entertainment standards have fallen to be so enthralled with a children's book, but you just quote C.S. Lewis at them and move on with pity. Number eight, you will have timeline songs, folk songs, and math facts stuck in your head. Who knows if the kids will actually learn this and retain it, but you at least can't get it out of your head. 
If you want to stay dignified, even at least in your own head, you have a good reason to not homeschool. It won't happen. Reason not to homeschool, number seven. You'll have to figure out fractions. Though your middle school self swore to the contrary, you now not only can do math with fractions, but you can explain it. It's so obnoxious to be wrong. It only took three kids teaching through the math level, but it turns out that math actually does make sense. Who knew? One reason not to homeschool is to not break those rash schoolgirl vows and also to not have to undergo the character furnace that is math. Reason number six, your house will be messy. Even if you resist the voices telling you that you must mummify chickens and fill buckets with sand and beans for your toddlers, even so, your house will not withstand this volume of activity that homeschooling affords. Definitely one reason not to homeschool would be that an empty house is way easier to clean. Reason number five, you will be all things to all people. Nurse to the infirm, cook to the hungry, tutor to the teary, storyteller to the eager, bounce house to the baby. The job of the homeschool mom defies description. It's exhausting. Oh, but wait, it's what we're actually told to be. So I guess you get kudos for the early and often practice at fulfilling the Great Commission. Reason number four to not homeschool, your printer will be your most valued possession. After the coffee maker, of course. Most days, your house will look like the printer erupted all over your house. So skip the ink, get the black and white laser printer, you're welcome. Reason number three, you will find out that you are ignorant. It turns out that you need to read aloud the first grade history book, not because the child can't quite read it for himself, but because if he did, he would know more than you. Reading aloud saves the appearances and covers our rears. Pro tip for the real reason why you should read aloud the homeschool textbooks. Reason number two. You will find out that your children are just like you and that you are just like your children. Self-knowledge is always embarrassing, but it might be better to ignore such truth and prevent such realizations by being able to set up our own little worlds that don't get toppled quite so often with reality. And reason Number one for why not to homeschool. If you do homeschool, you will be shown up as an idealistic control freak. You thought that it was about being organized, but it was actually perfectionism, which doesn't stand a chance shut up in a house with small children. So yeah, homeschooling pretty much boils down to embarrassing and exhausting. Seems like reason enough not to homeschool. But 
It truly is oh so good to be brought to the end of ourselves, to be able not to put up a show and a false face, but be forced to deal with ourselves and others honestly. When in the midst of the homeschooling day, you see the reality of your children and yourself, you're not left to despair. You can be able to laugh because your success and the success of your children does not need your idealism or your control or your intelligence or perfection or fake peace that comes from never being actually challenged. God's using all of the above to sanctify me, to sanctify you, and it's an even better outcome. Our own sanctification is a better outcome than having educated children. Let's pray that we get those two along the way by the grace of God and a third cup of the coffee that he's provided. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial podcast. I am so excited to share with you about my very first paperback book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. It releases in early November. After homeschooling for a few years, we all get caught off guard by how many long, hard, difficult, and sometimes downright bad homeschool days we have. We're tempted toward discouragement, thinking that we must be doing something wrong or we might not be cut out for homeschooling. My new book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Living and Learning Alongside Our Kids, is made of 30 pep talks that turn the tables on math tears and grammar fights. A happy, effective homeschool is not all tea parties and daisies. The most good that happens in our homeschools happens as the fruit of the struggle. Every struggle is an opportunity, not a failure. As homeschool moms, let's keep our head in the game and our hearts stayed on Christ. Let's do the work set before us, not because we're so good at it, but because God is working good in us and through us. The Convivial Homeschool will equip you to make the most out of your own hard homeschool days. It will be available in early November on Amazon and at convivialhomeschool.com.